Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you bi-weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from virtual CFOs, CPAs, and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you the results you need both in business and building the life you deserve. Thank you for joining us for the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co. CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we're talking about a very fun topic, multitasking. And is multitasking killing your productivity? To cover this topic with me, we have Jamie Staley, partner here at PJS and Co. CPAs, BCFO, CPA, and she is going to help us tackle multitasking today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, good. Probably a little too much multitasking for myself this morning, but... <laughs> Some days are go better than other days, I feel like. It's like, no, we're not going to multitask. And then an hour or two later, you're like, wait a minute, what have I been doing all morning? No. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it happens. Sometimes the days take us by storm instead of us being in control. I guess that's kind of what we're going to be talking about a little bit today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And when you got kids that you're trying to hustle out the door in the morning and the lunches and all the things. So yeah. Yes. And I know for myself, we were kind of talking about this as we prepared for this episode. It was a really big thing and something that was almost standard in listings for jobs, like in the job description or like the most successful person for this role would be great at multitasking, the perfect multitasker. Like almost everything had that in there as like, this ideal person, you know, needs to be able to keep all the balls in the air and be great at like shifting very quickly from one thing to another and keeping things going and managing it all well. For me, it's almost like a standard that is expected, like since I've entered the workforce. And it's been a little difficult to shift that for myself, as I've seen, like, when I don't multitask, I feel like I get things done better. (laughs) But it's still hard because you have this primer of like, well, you know, that's what everybody wants, though. They want this person that can do five things at once. And they're all done really well with 110% effort. Like, but that's just like not humanly possible. Yeah, totally not possible. And I think that, you know, from the employer's perspective, right, when they're trying to find employees, if they can find someone who does that really well, that is a benefit for them because it saves them time. They don't have to hire as many people. Mm -hmm. But I think your experience and probably my experience as well is that sometimes multitasking is harder to actually accomplish. It's harder on you. It's just, it's not necessarily as great as it's like cut out to be like, oh, can you multitask? Yeah, great. And then, you know, you have five things halfway done, but nothing actually accomplished, right? And you're like, wait a minute. So that feels unproductive as we kind of were talking about that. This um, psychologist that I follow on Instagram One of the things that she talks about is that your body can get used to operating on cortisol. So like you're used to operating in this stressful environment where you constantly put deadlines for yourself and you constantly overcommit and you feel uncomfortable if you have more time to do things and you have time to just sit and reflect. But those are the things that we need to have the creativity to be business owners, to 
contribute better as moms, as wives, as all these things. And it's just like almost this addiction that our body gets used to operating in just like high stress and cortisol. And oh my gosh, I have to do all the things. And I think that's part of it too. It's just like we kind of condition ourselves to be that person, right? And we, oh, well, I've always been able to do this. Yeah. And I, I have friends too who like don't have a second available in a calendar either. Those people, like when I hear their calendars, I'm like, it stresses me out just hearing about it. They're like, I don't have five minutes. Like I go from this to this, to this, to this, you know, I might be available in three weeks for like a coffee break. And you're like, what? Like, how are you managing that? I think certain people, to your point, like that's just how they're accustomed. They're like, hey, we schedule every minute, we schedule every time, and then I know what I'm going to do. But webinars I was listening to recently, you know, they're like, you need to schedule nothing to do. (laughs) You know, like you have nothing to do. So if something pops up, hey, I really wanted to run to the store and check this out, or a friend called and is available for coffee for an hour, you know, being able to have some downtime built in so that you can get a break. Because otherwise, when you look at those schedules, like I say, when my friends talk to me like that, I like I have heart palpitations. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, how are you going to do all that stuff? Like, I don't even have to go and do it. I'm just listening to you talk about it. And I'm like, ah, so much pressure in our society and as a culture to constantly be productive and to constantly be doing something or making the most of your time or being a better person, be the best you. And it's just like, you want to try to fill those hours with something to like work out or learn something or do your work or earn money or, you know, spend time with the kid. Like there's just like this constant pressure and pull to like constantly be doing something. And that's also hard to get out of. And it kind of pushes you towards that tendency of multitasking too. Yeah. And there's a list of to do's that never ends to your point. Yeah, I take a break. Some of my multitasking is I like to watch shows while I go on the elliptical. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I can enjoy that. And that's nice. And, you know, okay, I can get two things done. But then you're like, oh, I got to go get ready. And then I got to get to work. You know, then, oh, there's lunch and I got to make lunches for kids or yeah, like there's like this never ending, you know, to do list. So there's always something if you're not doing it. To your point, you're like, oh, gosh, I didn't do laundry. Like, I better go. Like, why am I sitting here for 10 minutes? Like, I should go <laughs> Right. do something productive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there is kind of that feeling that you, you should be doing something at all times. And I really like sometimes we have like what we call in our house lazy Sunday, mm. where we decide not to get dressed really. And we just we know there's lots to do, but we're just gonna chill out for one day. You know, we're not gonna run around and do 100 things. And even though we know we should be and those are kind of nice days. It's kind of a break you know, from the hectic schedule of, you know, sports and school and lessons. And sometimes I think kids, you know, for sure, my kids like need that break too. And then I find that I need that break. (laughs) Like I need a nap on a Sunday afternoon, you know? So I definitely think productivity is important and we want to be productive, but there's something to be said for being unproductive every once in a while, because I know my productivity shoots up after I've had kind of a lazy day. And I'm like, all right, it's Monday. I'm ready. Like I got to get something accomplished now because I know I kind of did nothing yesterday and I should have done more. So I feel like it kind of gives me that boost of energy to be like, all right, I got to get things done. Yeah. Well, and I think like your example of watching your shows, getting caught up on those while you're doing the elliptical, like there's certain things that work for multitasking, right? Like 
we were talking about taking a phone call while you're folding the laundry, some lower stakes things that don't take up so much brain space. You know, you're not creating a business strategy for somebody while you're talking to your mom, because you're probably not going to pay attention to your mom, you know, (laughs) but there's certain (laughs) things that like, okay, I can, you know, do dishes while I'm listening to a podcast that I love, or you kind of compare those things that aren't so mentally exhausting with like labor with something that you're learning or a conversation or things like that. And that's not necessarily what we're talking about today. Yeah. I definitely think in the work and business setting for me, multitasking doesn't make me productive. It may make me get a lot of things done potentially, but like I said, I feel like if I'm multitasking too much, it's like I'm doing a lot, but not accomplishing anything. And I know for me, like the checking things off the list really gives me a lot of (laughs) feeling of productivity. And I'm like, yes, I'm done with that. And like, I can move on to the next thing. So I've definitely been in many settings, you know, as you said, where multitasking is important. As a brand new manager, I knew whenever I was in the office, I would get asked 100 questions from my team, <laughs> like, I, you know, and it was really great to be there and support them. And then like, at the end of the day, I'd be like, well, I'm not sure I did anything but answer questions all day. Like I tried to get one thing done. It's not done. I'm like, my team feels supported. I think at one point, we were working on a bigger project. It was I think Sarbanes Oxley, gosh, back in the day, when I was still in kind of uh, in that mode. And it was like, you had to like, write down things. And for an accounting person and a numbers person, like, writing descriptions of processes is not necessarily our forte. And so like, I just needed brain space to do it. And so I think my boss was like, you just should spend a couple of days at home during the week so you can just get that accomplished. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't get any traction doing this because I'm getting interrupted so much. And, you know, answering those questions are important too, so that my team can continue to work. So, right. you know, in that case too, it was helpful. Like I went home and I'm like, all I'm doing is writing processes today. Like, I'm not answering emails. If you have questions, email me. I'll check it later. I'll get to you. But it just sometimes helps, you know, again, to put your head down and just be able to have your head in that mind frame and not be interrupted a lot so that you can accomplish those things. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's for sure instances and jobs, roles that you're going to fulfill that require multitasking from time to time. You can't avoid it because it's life, right? Like we're going to run into issues and situations where it's impossible to avoid. And I think there there can be some pros surrounding putting ourselves in those uncomfortable positions too. You know, it's not all bad. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think you got to be able to wear different hats and be able to move too. Like I think when we talk about multitasking also, I think it's also important to be maybe more efficient with your time or just more a little bit more scheduled with your time so that you know, hey, I'm going to use this time, I'm going to work on X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to try to get this done. And if not, maybe I'm going to continue to work on that until I'm done. So just being kind of flexible, because I think you can be efficient and focused and still get things done and be productive without having to multitask. So I think there might be some like, oh, you have to be able to multitask to get things done. But maybe it's just being more focused, being more efficient with your time, And, you know, we're going to talk about some of the things, you know, prioritizing, hey, what do I need to do today? (laughs) Right? Like, what can I get done today that has to happen? And what's that saying? It's if you want something done, give it to a busy person. It's almost like an issue of momentum, right? They're already going so quickly that it's like, okay, yep, I got it, you know, get it done. Next thing. Versus somebody that feels like they have all the time in the world. And yeah, I'll get to it. You know? Yeah, Yeah. no problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Procrastination comes into effect a little bit there, too. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
you know, I definitely think there are things that we can do, you know, that make multitasking helpful. You know, if you're going to save yourself time, I think there are areas where you can save time by multitasking. So one example is just if you are in charge of minutes for a meeting and you have to, you know, give those out to people after the meeting, you know, you could write them down by hand and then later go and type them up and send them out. Or you can try to have, you know, a computer or a laptop or something available to you, type those, you know, minutes up while you're having the meeting and then you're done, right? So that's actually a time saver because you don't have to go back later to to essentially do the same task. So you're saving yourself times. I think that's important. And there are lots of areas where you could be saving time. To just say multitasking is bad no matter what is probably not accurate. You just want to make sure that we're using it you know, in an effective way. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, like as you're talking about like that example specifically too, but I know, I mean, there's areas where you can utilize and leverage technology to kind of take away some of this too. Katina and I were just looking at apps that will create a transcript of your meeting. There's transcription apps where like, you know, when I'm having a Zoom meeting with you, it'll run automatically in the background. So you can kind of remove yourself with this creation of all these applications and automations and things like that, where we feel like we have to multitask, but maybe there's something that is free or low cost where we can actually take that off of our to-do list entirely. Do I really need to be doing this? Or is there another solution that could take me out of this and allow me to spend my time better? Another pro that I had read about was just that it helps to increase your brain power because like you said, if you're like kind of keeping active and thinking about things and engaged and it can really help build your mental stamina to be able to bounce kind of back and forth. So it could kind of create some efficiencies just because you get good at that, right? Your brain is just, you know, connected or triggered to kind of think in that way. You know, you get more accustomed to it, you can handle it better. That, hey, that's great for your brain power it increases it, it makes you able to handle that. You know, I think there is some truth to that, just because to your point, there are certain jobs that you have to be able to multitask for in different settings, getting better at it, right? Doing it over and over kind of gets you primed and able to do that. So as a restaurant, you know, worker, you know, you don't have the luxury to be like, well, I will go back and answer that person's question in a moment when I have time. No, that's not how that works. It's a very fast paced setting. And so you have to kind of be in that mindset and be able to kind of react quickly. Let me get this for you. Let me grab that for you. Let me take your order. And so in that instance, being in that setting, getting familiar and comfortable in that setting can really, you know, probably help you be a better server and just be able to multitask in that setting. Yeah. I feel like uh, my past life as a server has served me well as a mom too. Just all the questions (laughs) I get like, okay, yeah, you got it. You know, like, right. (laughs) Managing lots of questions, concerns, issues, all at the same time. Right. (laughs) Another pro that they talk about is just kind of it develops resilience. I think it's sort of in that same line of thinking of just if you're working in that demanding environment, it can just help you be able to, you know, build that resilience, be able to handle it, kind of deal with challenging situations, which then kind of helps you prepare for other, you know, other issues and you're, you're better equipped to handle that. So I think it kind of is along the same lines of that brain power kind of gives you that resilience, ability to deal with constant changes. And again, in some settings, you know, a lot of fast paced startups, that just might be how things work. You know, you don't get a lot of options to take it really slow, because things are just moving at a quick pace. So being able to kind of have that mindset and be able to kind of bounce back and forth quickly can serve you well. Yeah. 
So there's great things about it. And I think it's good to practice those. Like we said, there's just instances where it comes up. You can't avoid it. But there's also kind of the dark side of multitasking. If we're stuck in this and we feel like we constantly have to multitask, there are some things that can have some negative impacts on on our bodies and mental status and all of that too. Yeah, depending on what work setting you are, but I definitely have dealt with it where I have a list of things I need to do today and you feel like I have to do them all, right? Like I see a big long list and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, to your point, just get it done and move on. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to move through this list as quickly as I can because it all has to happen today. And I try now to like have a little bit more thought around what am I doing today? What has to happen? What time commitment do I need? Sometimes I look at things and I think, oh, I need 15 minutes for that. That's not a big deal. Like it truly doesn't need a lot of time. So it's fine. But then there's other things I think, oh, like I need an hour. I cannot start that if I have a meeting in 30 minutes or I know payroll's going on and there might be questions that I need to answer. So you know, there's certain things I look at and think, no, I need to find a solid hour. And unless I have that solid hour, I'm not starting it because I know it's just going to be inefficient, right? I'm going to start it. I'm going to move away from it. Going back and forth, you know, shifting from my head in one space to a different type of task, and it may depend on what you're doing, it's just inefficient. And I can't stay focused. And then it takes so much more time for me to get back into that place of, you know, the first task I was doing because I've switched over to ask answer payroll questions <laughs> that have to be answered. And so... I think the switching of back and forth, it really depends on what types of tasks you're doing. I try to avoid that as much as I can now. Things like staying out of my emails because that's an easy way to get very easily distracted and like, oh, shoot, like you read, you're like, I'm just going to look at my emails and then you look at them and then you're like, wait a minute, I need a little more information. And like soon 30 minutes later, right, you're like still answering the email that you were just going to kind of look at your emails to see what the situation is doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing, right? So I feel like you just have to have a little bit more intentions about what you want to do with your time and and what has to happen. So those are some things that I've found help me get through my day and I feel more productive at the end of the day. Like, hey, I got through the two things I wanted to get through today. Yeah, there's still six things on the list, but I was never going to get all of them done today anyway. (laughs) So for me, I have started to focus in on the few things I want to do and spend a lot of my time doing that and trying to push away the other things and think I'll answer those emails later today when I have time to like give it the full space it needs instead of kind of bouncing back and forth multitasking. And like we said, there's some mental health aspects to feeling like you're constantly in that multitasking world as well. And I know I've experienced these personally as, (laughs) and I'm sure a lot of people have. So yeah, I think mental health is important to consider here, especially, you know, today, in this day and age, we we have a lot of mental health issues, you know, on the heels of 2020 and COVID and kind of being locked down in our home. Like there's just a lot of impact from that, but just trying to multitask a lot and trying, you know, to feel overburdened with, you know, your work, it's just, you really need to take that step back. I know when I was working in a pretty stressful situation, I was multitasking a lot and I also felt like I was never accomplishing what I needed to. I was working long hours. It's just very stressed out to the point of having like anxiety attacks because I was like, oh my gosh, things aren't done. Things are done wrong. How do I fix it? I went into a setting where kind of all the accounting was done incorrectly and wrong and bad and I was trying to fix it. And it's very difficult to fix it you know, correctly after years of things going wrong. So it was very stressful for me. Luckily, I had you know, the CFO that I was working with was very 
low key. It's kind of the pressure we put on ourselves, not the pressure always other people put on us. And so being able to take a break, being able to take a step back because that stress and anxiety isn't good for you. It's not good for your productivity. You know, you need to take that breath and a break and step back and figure out how you can accomplish this better. I know we were reading through um, a study, the cost of interrupted work, more speed and stress by UC Irvin and Humboldt University. And they had really interesting findings. Our first instinct is, oh, gosh, well, multitasking probably takes us more time in the end. But they seem to kind of debunk that a little bit, saying, actually, when we did a study, time wasn't as big of a factor. But what was a big factor was the additional stress of the workload, more frustration, more pressure and time pressure, you know, feeling and more effort you had to exert to be able to multitask. They did a setting where there was some tasks like email tasks, but then some groups were interrupted frequently. And how do they handle that? And so interestingly, time wasn't as big of a factor they found. They found that what was a factor was the feelings that you have trying to get all of that done in that manner. And so I thought that was interesting because I think it it kind of goes to show how I was feeling for sure. Like, yeah, I can do that and I can bounce from thing to thing, but I'm not feeling good about it. I don't feel like I'm giving it my best effort to do one thing because I'm interrupted and I can't like kind of get through those things. So I thought that was interesting findings for sure, but definitely kind of an experience I think I've had in the past, just having that anxiety, having that stress, trying to do everything at once, and then realizing that's really not productive for me, for the for the business, you know, just all around. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I know a lot of our team shares this, like, you know, if we commit to saying some that we're doing something, it's going to get done. So regardless of how many interruptions I've gotten, that thing is going to get done. And I think I share that perspective that you had as far as like, oh, it feels like it takes longer, but maybe it is just that frustration of having to shift from addressing this to going back, addressing this to going back. Cause then you have this expectation that you're almost setting on yourself, right. To still get that done within the same amount of time that you would have without the interruptions. So then you have this rush that you're trying to fit everything into. And I think that's where I've seen the shift to in workplaces, uh, many of them, PJS included, where the culture and the communication works against that to give more grace. You know, like we understand that things are going to happen, that interruptions come up and we don't want that stress on you. So let's figure out how we can better prioritize, how we can better put our work days together to avoid things like this happening. And that's something that was never addressed when I first entered the workforce. It was just like, well, you have interruptions. Everybody has interruptions. Deal with it. Like you're stressed. So am I. Deal with it. Like no one really cared about mental health. It was just like, right. Everybody's got it. So just deal, you know, we don't really want to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've I've got the same problem. Go figure it out. And I, I really appreciate that about how things are trending toward paying better attention to how employees, how your team are feeling, not only just the productivity, taking care of of the people that are making your business happen. Right. Yeah. If you have people that are anxious and stressed and frustrated, in the long run, that's not going to result in a successful business. Right. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense to operate that way. Not to say you 
can't operate that, you know, deadline driven things, you know, it happens from time to time, but you don't want to live in that state on an ongoing basis. And I think the important thing too, is just to address the elephant in the room. Like we can have deadlines, we can still commit and follow through when we say we're going to do something. And, but we can also talk about, Hey, I'm having problems with these interruptions. Do you have any suggestions on how to manage that better? You know, like there's more of an open door policy on how to like work through that instead of just ignoring it. Or, you know, you ask the question and it's just like shooed away because it's just an inconvenience, you know, like I don't care how you take care of it, but just go do it. Just go figure it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think collaborations big today, right? Collaborate with your team, tell them, Hey, this isn't working for me. How can we do this better? And I think there are ways to work around it. Prioritizing things, that's one thing that really helps me a ton. Like I said, each day I used to have a list and I used to feel stress about getting through the list, regardless of, I wouldn't stop and be like, well, this is going to take two hours and this Mm -hmm. is going to take one hour and this is going to take three hours. I just had a list of the things I had to do and felt unproductive and unaccomplished if I didn't get them all done. Right. And now I'm more like, okay, Today is a day I'm going to work X hours. How, you know, I already have three meetings that are an hour long. You know, you to really try to look at your day as a whole and not shove so much stuff that you're like, okay, well, now I only have 15 minutes for this one and 20 minutes for that. And it's just going to all have to get done. And I don't care the quality. I'm just trying to check it off. So I'm definitely more intentional about what has to happen today. What am I going to do today? And I'm going to try to do it well. And not to say things don't pop up occasionally. And I'm like, oh, that's going to just have to take the back burner because this important thing needs to come out. But then I shift away. I'm done. Like, this is now a priority. I'm going to work on this until this is complete. For me, completion is really important. Like, I feel more productive if I can be like, okay, that was an issue. That issue is now laid to rest. I can move on to the next task that I need to, you know, put my time and attention to. So I know prioritizing helps me a lot. Yeah. Prioritizing is huge. And not only for yourself, but for your team. You know, if you're a business owner, helping your managers, helping your team, making sure your managers are helping their team prioritize, you know, like, and making sure that that's communicated clearly, that that's expected and important. (laughs) You know, like you don't expect everybody to get everything done every day. Like, how can we prioritize to manage everything and keep everybody happy and healthy and, and still meet deadlines and keep business going? Um, taking breaks too is another way. And I think I've done this a lot better in, in the recent time. I'm trying to make sure I get my workout in in the morning. I'm trying to take, you know, a walk and have my lunch at midday, like truly setting time aside instead of just grabbing the sandwich and keep working and p- picking my head up, like taking that break and getting that kind of mental relief from, you know, maybe a complicated calculation I'm trying to work on or I don't know how to do this. I'm kind of stressing out now because I don't know how to, I don't know the answer and I'm going to have to figure it out. And just getting in that break, talking to your family at that break, having lunch with a friend, getting a coffee, like just getting away from it again for short periods of time, you know, during a day can really help too, I think with your productivity and just getting a fresh back to that lazy Sunday. I'm a lot more productive after I've been lazy for a whole day because I feel like, wait a minute. I really need to get things done. And just taking a break for an hour or two, I'm like, okay, I've got two more hours in the day before kids get home that it's uninterrupted. Now I'm ready to put my head down and get this done. So I think that's huge too. Probably back to mental health a little bit as well. Just not trying to have such anxiety and stress over things that are important. But if we try to put them into perspective, like our life and death at the end of the day, they're important, but 
you know, we can step away from it. It'll be okay. I think that's really important. So I think the last thing that we want to talk about is boundaries too. And this is where I could do better. And I'm constantly trying to improve because like you, I always try to schedule time to take breaks and do things like that. And then something comes up or maybe I didn't finish something for work and then I'm not too great on my boundaries. So then I'm like, oh, well, I have this open time where I'm supposed to work out. So I'll just throw it in here, (laughs) you know? And so that's where you need to treat those things for yourself and those breaks for yourself with the same level of priority that you treat things for other people, you know? So I think that's important too in setting boundaries and making sure that you're setting the same expectation for yourself that you hold yourself to for others. Yeah, I think boundaries are important. And, you know, what hours am I working? What hours am I not working? What hours am I stopping? I'm not always great about that either. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be done at three today. Kids get home at 2.30. And then it's like 4.30. And I'm like, why am I still working again? I was supposed to be done a little while ago. Like, What's going on here? So sometimes things help with that. Like, oh, my son has to be at a game at 4.30. Like, I have to be done. So some of those things, you know, trigger like, I just, I can't, I have to go drive my kids somewhere. I feel like one of the things I learned is that the list never goes away. So there's, there's never a, oh, I've done everything. (laughs) Like, so I feel like we're waiting for this time that's never coming. So I think, you know, we have to be able to be like, all right, today, I'm going to stop at three, and then I'm going to go do these things. And it doesn't matter what didn't get done, because Mm -hmm. there's always tomorrow, I'll work on that (laughs) in the morning. So being able to your point, dedicate yourself to your boundaries. And when you put on, you know, you're going to go work out, you're going to work out. And when you are going to lunch with a friend, you're going to lunch with a friend. You're not like, oh, I I could finish this in just, you know, 30 more minutes. I don't really need to go to lunch. Let me get this done. Because as we said, I think the breaks and the mental health aspect of it is important too. And I think we overlook that a lot. We think getting that extra 30 minutes of work in is going to really make things better. But I've learned and have experienced that the 30 minutes not working is probably more important. Yep. It's very true. And it's harder to implement than it is to say, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It is. I definitely think it's good if we're dedicated to, you know, to work on boundaries and, and make that, you know, a reality, because I think the productivity, the, the output and outcome is better for us and for, you know, the businesses we work in as well. Yep, agreed. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I know we found some really great articles when we were putting this podcast episode together. And like you mentioned, that study. So we'll link to all of those in the show notes for this episode. And that's going to be found at pjscpas.com. Jamie, do you have anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with as we wrap up? I think we talked about a lot, but I think the most important is just taking those breaks, taking some time away from the work and all the to-dos, because I think it gives you more motivation and more, more productivity in the long run. Mental health, I think, like I said, is pretty important. It's really important for productivity too, I think. I think you can really boost productivity, not by multitasking, but by taking some frequent breaks and getting refocused on the things that you need to do and accomplish and maybe just focusing your time and being more efficient on, hey, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to put all my time and effort and this is going to get done. I think you'll feel a lot more productive going about things in that way than multitasking. All right. So stop multitasking. (laughs) Just, Just quit it. (laughs) again easier said than done right yeah exactly (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us for today's episode as always keep that momentum going and we will see you next time 
This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.